0: Welcome to the Second Amendment Podcast, where we talk freedom and the things that keep us free. I'm your host, Dalen Schaefer, a.k.a. Civilian Tactical. Let's get into it. Bullpup firearms, their history and origins. Ready, aim, fire, folks. This is the podcast, the only show on the airwaves that delivers the bang with a side of banter. I'm your host, Dalen Schaefer. The sharpshooter of sarcasm here to take all things firearms to the next level. Today, we're setting our sights on a gun trend that's hotter than a $2 pistol. The rise of bullpup firearms. It's time to paparazzi for these darlings. Now, what is all this fuss about bullpups? No, it's not about adopting a furry new friend, although some people are all for that. No, this is the realm of compact and coy, yet downright deadly, bullpup firearms. Imagine this, you're sipping your morning joe, scrolling through your feed, and bam! There is this gun that looks like it swaggered off a sci-fi set. Its barrel and action are snug behind the trigger. That's right, barrel and action behind the trigger. You're left scratching your head thinking, what in tarnation is this? Well, that, my friends, is a bullpup. With the magazine feeding device, the main action, the ejection, and the barrel all behind the trigger. The part that is normally the stock that goes from your cheek to the action of the rifle is actually containing critical components of the firearm, and that makes this thing shorter. Its design isn't just for looks, like it came out of a sci-fi movie. No, it's much more than a pretty face. It's about making a full-size gun more compact without cutting corners. Well... (laughs) maybe some, but definitely not cutting down the barrel. It's the fun-sized Mars bar of the gun world. It is great, but also a small package. So why are people falling head over heels for these guns and why do some people hate them? Well, to start, maneuverability. When you're swinging a traditional rifle around in a narrow space, it's like trying to tango in a phone booth. It's not easy. You're going to be bumping into things. But with a bullpup, oh boy, it's more like doing the salsa in a dance hall. You got all the space in the world. Now, don't think the bullpup is some fancy newfangled invention. Its origins stretch back to ye oldie times. Yeah, believe it or not, the first bullpup was cooked up way back in the 1900s by an Englishman named Thorecroft? 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 I don't know. <laughs> And it's been a roller coaster ever since. The bullpup's golden age, though, didn't really kick off until the late 20th century with innovations in technology. These compact Conrad's became a staple of modern warfare. And who can forget the Steyr Og, one of the first and one of the most innovative when it comes to bullpups. Or the French F-A-M-A-S. FAMAS. I don't know if that's the best way to say it for short. But it's a firearm that could also pass as quite the bullpup. Now, some folks are still on the fence when it comes to bullpups. The trigger feels a little weird, they say, or the ejection port's too close for comfort because that's ejecting right underneath of your cheek. Sure, these pups may not be for everybody, but let me tell you, once you embrace the weird and wonderful world of bullpups, there may be no going back. And I don't own one, but boy, do I need one. So whether you're about the compact class of the bullpup or the traditional design of regular firearms, remember this, it's about finding the right firearm that suits your style. If that's the bullpup, all the better. And if not, that's what I'm running most of the time anyway, is a regular AR-15. This is Dalen Schaefer, your faithful gun guru, signing off with a reminder to keep your barrels clean, your ammo dry, and your sights clear. And I'll see you in the next one. This has been the Second Amendment Podcast with your host, Dalen Schaefer. Don't forget to keep being you and loving the Second Amendment, and I will see you next time.